I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. <laughs> Tickling me this morning. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Filled with nothing but joy and hope about it, too. You know, it's a great thing to be able to wake up in the morning with, with peace in your heart and joy. Peace and joy is, 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 is immeasurable. It, it has a value attached to it, and, and I have no idea what it is. It's invaluable. It is worth so much more than, than any amount of money you can make. Peace and joy. I, I have not always had that. I have not always been a peaceful person or, or a person who lived his life um, in, in a joyous spirit. It took an arrival at this moment. Some people arrive sooner than others. Um... I wish I had arrived at this point sooner, but I think it was necessary for me to learn a few things too. That's, that's the amazing thing I've learned about life is that instead of reflecting on your past uh, uh, incidences and calling them failures, instead of focusing on the negative and, and calling them bad times, um, I look at them now as experiences. I had to have those experiences that were negative, that were good, positive, wrong, evil. I had to have all those experiences to become, to shape who we are today. We all have to have them. If you look back at all the negative experiences you've had, 
all the things that you called failures, all the businesses I started that went under, all of the jobs I had that I was fired from, all the shows that were canceled, all of the times I I thought I was going to get something happening my way and turned out I didn't get it at all. When you look at all of it, all of it, hopefully along the way, what you have done as a person is you've taken those negatives and those failures and you've used them for what they actually are. They are experiences. And they've now created in you an experienced person. And you know, uh, that is worth something. That's then it becomes a positive. But what too many people do is they let the negative things that have happened in their life, they allow the failures that have happened in them lives never to manifest themselves as experiences. And you sit up there and you dwell on it and you dwell on it until you have this woe is me attitude. Stop looking at it like that, y'all. You go through things in order to become the person that you are today. I'll tell you who you sometimes have to sit down and talk to. Sometimes you ought to sit down to an inmate that really gets it. An inmate that says, man, I, I've actually heard inmates say it to me and write to me. And, and, and they've said things like, man, Coming to prison saved my life. Now, those of you who have never gone, how can he say a thing like that? But 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 some men know, man, I was so far out there that if I'd have stayed out there, I wouldn't even be here today. This actually allowed me to stop, spend some time with myself, and learn some things about me. Now, does that happen for everybody like that? No. But here's a person who has taken an experience that could be considered a failure or a negative and turning it into a positive and using it to enrich their lives. You can do it no matter what your set of circumstances is. I recommend to everybody that you try changing your outlook in order to change your outcome. Everything that happens to you that's negative or you consider a failure, they're experiences. You've got to go through these things in order to have the knowledge that you have today. So I wish that I had come to this arrival that I'm in now, this place of peace and joy. But then guess what? I would not know what I know. I could not share some of the things that I'm able to share if I had not gone through some of them. And sometimes that's the purpose of them is to teach you a lesson because, you know, God has a plan for you. He really, really does. And eventually he can use you no matter how old you are. And he can use you no matter how young you are. If you just say, okay, I'm ready to hear your plan. I've tried mine. Mine ain't worked out. What's your plan for me, God? What do you want me to do? That's why I say every day, Steve Harvey got a radio show, y'all. Because, man, I ain't see it coming. I didn't see that coming. I ain't see this book coming. I ain't seen I ain't seen half of the amazing things that have happened to me. I didn't plan them. I was sitting there, man, asking God for some direction. And then I got smart enough to stay watchful, be a hard worker now, because faith without works is dead. And it came. And I'll remind you of this. God has given all of you a gift. Every last one of you listening has a gift. God has never created a soul that he did not provide a gift to. God gives everyone a gift. And a gift is not just singing, rapping, entertainment. The richer gifts are much more than that. Teachers are gifted people who really have the gift of sharing information. That's a gift. You know, um, and in that you can become great. You know, uh, 
a lot of people think that successful and greatness is the same thing. Cornell West said it at my daughter's graduation. He was a spokesperson. He said something so pointed. He said, don't ever confuse success with greatness. The two have nothing to do with each other. See, people determine success about money and fame and all this here. But greatness, greatness ain't got nothing to do with your money. It ain't got nothing to do with your fame. It's how you conduct your life. It's how meaningful and significant you become in your community, at your church, on your job, to the Cub Scout unit that you run, to the little girls' lives that you change, that that little center in the hood where you just one place of hope to so many people and they come back. And I used the example of Lou Dazzler who passed away in L.A., who had the Boys and Girls Challenges Club out in L.A., and he wasn't a rich man at all. And if you walk by him, you wouldn't even know who he was. But if you look at all the people who have gone on to become politicians, who have gone on to become CEOs, who have gone on to become athletes that have passed through this man's small building in the hood in L.A., he was great. Trust me, man, prayer changes things. I say it all the time. But when you see people become successful or great, there's somebody praying somewhere. May not even be them. Maybe it's their mama. You know, I think of Tiger Woods and all the greatness he's accomplished. You know, they, they always talk about his father and all this here. Somebody somewhere praying for Tiger Woods. I got cash money riding on that. Tiger Woods' mama is a praying woman or something. My mother was. She prayed me into this place because she used to call me all the time praying for you, boy. And prayer changes things. It really does. Try it today. It can change you. It has changed millions of people. Open up yourself to the greatness that's in you because God has given you a gift. Now, the fact that you ain't using it, who fault you think that is? I'm just telling you you got one. And if you start praying about it, it'll manifest itself. And you can become one or two things, successful or great, or both. You can make the decision today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hell ye, hell ye. Have your attention, please. This is the beginning of a new day, a dawning of a new adventure. We're inviting you all to join in with us as we partake of this new day. Steve Harvey has said often words of his beloved mother that today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. That everyone who is of good nature say amen. 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 Amen again. Amen. Amen. I will introduce all of the members of the court to you, ladies and gentlemen, please. The woman who's named after fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Shirley Strawberry. Hello, Steve. Good morning. This next woman was named after her husband. (laughs) Farrell. Carla, to be exact, Farrell. Well, hello, Your Grace. Good morning. Moving on. This man right here is fresh out of therapy. He's here. I can't remember what he went in for. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe his name is Junior. Morning, Unc. 
welcome, welcome, welcome. Lastly, but of course, not of the least factor, he would be offended, is the nephew, Thomas Wesley Miles. Hello, your grace. Fine, fine, <laughs> lovely crew. How y'all doing today? You got tired of it that yeah, quickly? Yeah, 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 he was yeah. through. Yeah, too early for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, sometimes when I'm doing stuff, I go, man, I'm sick of me. Getting on your own nerves. Yeah. Before I get on my nerves, <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> Sun well, it sounds shining. like you're feeling pretty good this morning, Steve yeah, Harvey. Good mood. Good mood. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I feel good today, man. Mm hmm. Thursday. I feel good. God is in the blessing business, Amen. man. For that. Amen. I'm only receiving it. The cold thing about God is he's in the blessing business even when it don't appear. Man, I wish somebody could send me the scripture they sent me, man. Woo. All good go people. Ahead. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, that have been riding yeah. with us for woo, almost 20 years. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Almost 20 years, yeah. 20? this hour. Mm -hmm. The early bird rises. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, you mean since 2000? Yeah. I mean, you've had your show that long. It hasn't been a national show that long. But anyway, I've coming been up. I've radio 20 years. Almost, almost. Man, I got to celebrate. Yeah. All right, listen. 20 straight years. <laughs> yes, God, Steve. It is huge. Don't y'all ask me some questions when we come back. <laughs> All right, about what? Anything. Okay. Girl, ask Steve. Uh, oh, you want to do Ask Steve? Yeah, okay. Well, I'm, I'm electric this morning. Okay. Let's do this. We'll be back Fire. at 32 after the hour, right after well, this. Child. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next hour in trending political news, we're going to talk about, we have to talk about, uh, former special uh, counsel Robert Mueller. He finally spoke out, uh, he gave his conclusion of the Mueller report. Uh, but right now, uh, Steve wants to do Ask Steve. This is one of his favorite segments. And uh, it's where I'm we ready. ask you questions and you Man, give us I'm answers. I'm excited. Yes. And, okay, that's the first it. question. Yeah. What What? What are some of the things, this is one, what are you so excited about? Uh, the future. Mm -hmm. um, nice. I'm excited about how God unravels things because it, it, it throws a lot of people into something. But, uh, you know, earlier I was talking about this scripture. Yes. But uh -huh. what it says was, uh, like, I use a, this Darby Bible translation. Mm -hmm. And it said, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world that he may put to shame the wise. So what the guy was explaining to me was people, the wise people that think they know everything. Mm -hmm. Sometimes what God do is he'll do something that appears to be so foolish to confound them, to befuddle their mind, just show them this he, that he can work anything out of anything. That's the translation he gave me. And I just get excited when stuff is happening in my life and I'm in anticipation of what God is going to do. Oh, yeah. Expectation, anticipation. I love mm. that. All right. Carla, you got a question? I've asked you this question before. Y'all be thinking of something, fellas, because they're going to come to you next. Okay. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm filing the train. We've talked about this before. Planning a vacation on a budget. Mm. This year's, 
Yeah, I'm give me a budget. Enough. Okay, go ahead. Okay, this year's budget is $3,500. Go. $3,500. Yeah. All right, cool. Bam. Here we go. <laughs> Where you going from? Let's say I'm a leave from Texas. Texas. Okay. I'm about to Texas. ball out. Listen carefully. Go ahead, Steve. Tell me <laughs> what I'm about to do. You take notes, ahead. girl. Listen to the, <laughs> you, you can't drive because Texas is going to suck up three days. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of gas. That's okay. just too damn big. You ain't close to nothing if you in Texas. Mm. Okay, okay. So Unless you're just going through another Texas city. Uh-huh. But let's say you're in Houston. Okay, I like it. You're in Houston. Mm-hmm. I would buy a ticket to, now you ain't going to understand this. I'm listening. But to the coastal beaches of Pensacola. Okay. Florida. That's an Florida. underserved place. Mm-hmm. Flying the Mobile. I don't know if you can fly into Pensacola. Pensacola is 40 minutes from Mobile. Flying the Mobile. Mm-hmm. Cheap. Get mm-hmm. you a nice resort hotel right on the beach. That water down there is pretty, and them beaches are clean. And this time of year, it ain't a lot of people down there. I and they like got the, got the little beach places that they came back after the hurricane. They got mm-hmm. nice little shops down there. The food down there is good. And mm-hmm. economic, 3500 you balling hard. Yeah, so this you is for the entire family. Oh, right. yeah, man. Family of four, five. Yeah. You down there balling hard. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I like it. Thank you. Nice beaches down there. Look them up. Okay. All right, Junior. Come on. What's your question for Ask Steve? Okay, Unc. I watched Uh this movie. I watched this movie last night, and it was so horrible. You can't get your time back. What was the movie that you watched that you? It was horrible. You can't get your time back. It was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. What's the movie you watched? You know you hated. Pink Panther. Man, Peter I, Sellers. Man, I was so damn. Oh, Steve Martin. I, oh, my I, God. I don't care. I love Peter. What I saw was Peter Sellers. So I couldn't, man, I hated him. Did you like Peter Peter Sellers as an actor, a comedian? Did you like him as, as that, a comedic actor? Oh, okay. You have Inspector to like him. You can't get none of your time back. You have, nope. you have to like him Angle. in order to like Pink, Pink Angry. Mm-hmm. You were angry? Shut up in here that came down to this damn movie. This is what it is. Can't get your time back. <laughs> Come on, nephew. You have a question All for right. your uncle? I know you Give do. me something baller that Steve Harvey do on vacation. See? That I can do. So so What's so let me, let me say this. Nah, hold I'm I'm I'm, nah, I'm taking the wife to, to Turks and Caicos. Give me okay. something baller I can do. Oh, okay. he can't go let, to Pensacola. <laughs> Shut up, Carl. He too good for <laughs> Pensacola. <laughs> but now, Tommy. Yes, sir. Now what I tell you this, let me ask you a question before I say it. Okay, go ahead. Are you going to have to involve other people? <laughs> no, no, this just us. Well, okay, that's so every, inside, but it's so funny. No, every time <laughs> I tell him something, we, we got to get some more people so we can split it. I just need to know is I'm taking eight couples. <laughs> no, it's just wrong one couple. <laughs> no, Shirley. That's inside and you know it. Shirley, no, we done had this discussion. Way inside. Right, no, no, we've had this discussion publicly before. Oh, it's funny now. <laughs> now, okay, Tommy, so you're going to Turks and Caicos. Yes, sir. And you want to do something baller. 
Mm-hmm. All right, so here's the deal. You at the resort. You go to the manager. Mm-hmm. One evening, without her knowing it, you just tell her to get dressed, y'all going to dinner. Okay. Have the manager put a table out on the beach. Put them tiki lamps around it to supply uh, lamps and stuff for light. And have two waiters at your beck and call. One for all drinks and beverages and one to get food. Somebody standing about 12 feet away at all times. You're on the beach. It's dark. They bring your food and your drinks and you're on the beach. Linen uh, 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 candles, chandeliers for candle, candle operas, that type of thing. And pimp hard. What 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 that cost when, when I See, go to the manager? Supposed to give right? him the budget. Damn. Oh, man, Now we gotta have a. Now we gotta have a damn lunch buffet table bought out so eight more couples can come out and split the cost. All right, coming up next, run that prank back with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, we'll talk about Cardi B and the fabulous gift she gave culture. But right now, Nephew's in the building with the prank phone call. What you got, Nev? I got that electric company, you know, with the aqua boogie current. Run that prank back. Electric company (laughs) with the aqua boogie current. A lot of y'all don't know what an aqua boogie current is, but you're about to find out right now. Here it is. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Quincy please? This is. Hey, how are you? My name is Maurice. Maurice calling you from the power company. How you doing today? I'm all right. What's up? Well, listen, we're doing some testing in your neighborhood. We're trying to make sure we don't have to actually shut the power down out there. And uh, we're, we're calling around to uh, quite a few people in your neighborhood running some tests on individual homes and making sure the uh, electricity is running correctly. Um, can I get you to do a few things for me and see if we, and the, and the quicker we get through with this, sir, and it's a possibility we won't have to turn your power off at all. I know you don't want us to have to come out and turn power off and you got stuff in your refrigerator that can spoil and things like that. So we want to try to get this done and hopefully the power with the with the test that we run it'll 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 run correctly and we won't have to do anything, okay? Uh, I don't know nothing about no electricity though, you know what I'm saying? So No, 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 I understand that. Don't worry about that. All right. Uh, here's what I need you to do. Now, how big is your house? What do you how many bedrooms you got? Four bedrooms. Four bedrooms. Now, uh, you have upstairs downstairs? It's too sore. Okay. All right. So here's what we need to do. Um, if you can... This ain't going to take long, though, right? I got it because I'm in a hurry, man. I ain't going to have a lot of time. No, no, no. This this, 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 this won't take long at all, sir. Can okay. I get you to take your breaker and shut down everything upstairs? And we're going to run a test on the stuff downstairs right now. It'll be real quick. All right. Just shut, just shut everything off? I want you to keep the downstairs open and keep that so we can, so we can run our test on this thing. All right. Everything's shut. Everything's down. Okay, you you turned off Everything. upstairs. I just turned off all the switches. Okay, here's what I need you to do. I need you to uh, turn on your television and then turn it off. Downstairs? Downstairs. How many TVs you got downstairs? I got two TVs downstairs. Let's turn them both on. Hang on. Just turn them on? Yeah, just turn them on. You got them on? I got one on. Hang on. Let's try to turn that other one on. All right, they both on. Okay, now you got a microwave in your kitchen? Yeah, I got a microwave. Okay, turn that on. 
It's already on, man. I can see the lights on. It's got the clock on it. That's got that double Atron thing that's going through there, and it's a whole different type of current. I just want to make I don't sure. know nothing about what you're talking about, but I got to get to work, man. So the microwave's on. It's running. No, no, no. I want you to actually turn it on. I want you to actually push like a minute or two on that thing. What's that got to do with anything, man? Come on now. I mean, what I got to do? No, this is a test, sir. What I don't want to have to do is come out there and turn your power off. And I don't right, want to do that. You got a lot of food in your fridge, I'm sure, right? All right. All right. Hey, right, look, it's on. Microwave's on. TV's on. Okay. Now, open your refrigerator. Work, man. The electricity works downstairs. Okay, but listen, now, I know, but what we got to do is we got to make sure that this stuff isn't overpowered. Now, can you open your refrigerator? Yeah, yeah man. Do you see the uh, button that, that uh, actually has, I mean, well, you can turn the, you can push it and the light will go out. You know what I'm talking about? Come on, man. You ain't got nobody to just be able to check something outside, man. I mean, I'm in the fridge. I, I understand, but push that button five times for me and see what it does. The the what? The the light button? Yeah, push that light button five times. Come on, man. All right, does it, did it go off and on every yeah, time? Yeah, it's did off it? and on, man. The, 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 it, it ain't nothing wrong with the refrigerator. The refrigerator's plugged in, man. Okay. Now here's what I want you to do. Right there, if you're in the kitchen, turn your sink on for me. Turn the sink on. What they got to do with electricity, man? Well, see, that's a nitro current. That's a nitro current. You wouldn't understand that, but I need you to turn that on for me, too. Just turn it on full blast. Got it on? I got it on. Okay, now go in your master bedroom. I can turn it off? No, let that water run. Go in your master bedroom and go in the bath for me. I appreciate you helping me out on this. Man, Quincy. come on, man. Quincy, I appreciate you. I'm in a hurry. I mean, everything, it's, everything's working. I'm in, the, I'm in the bath. What's up? Okay. Flush that toilet for me, Quincy. Say what? Flush that toilet for me. Flush the toilet? Yeah, flush that toilet. Man, it ain't even electrical. What it is, it's an it's a, it's a aqua boogie. Man, look, you need to get somebody. I'm okay. I'm going to flush the toilet. It ain't no electrical plugs or nothing in this area, man. Right, I understand that. You don't see what it is. This is an aqua boogie current that flows through that water. Fl flush that thing for me one time. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right. Toilet works, man. You ain't got nobody in the area that could come out here and just check this shit out, man. Quincy, I'm trying my best not to come out and and, 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 and and turn your power off. And I know you got somewhere to go. How you going like to turn my to... power off, man? You're supposed to be making sure the power stay on. Right, I understand that. Now, do you have, Quincy, do you have a blender? Yeah, I got a blender, man. I got a blender, I got a TV, I got a refrigerator, and they all work. The toilet works, everything works. All right, what I want you to do is get this blender, and we'll just throw you a few cues of eyes or something in there and turn that thing on for me. Come on, man. We're almost done. I got to get to work, man. Just work with me, quick. I appreciate it, man. This is just a blender. Come on, man. This is some bullshit. Yeah, that's that isometric current. Oh, that that should be working this house, man. Good. You need to check the next house. You don't have no problems with no smoothies or nothing in that thing, do you? You serious? Man, what the hell that got to do with anything, man? I got to get to work. You I understand. I understand. Like Listen. Be a minute, man. This is going too far. Okay. Have somebody okay. come out here or do this because I need to get to my job. And I, I, and I understand I that. Well, I could just call and have people go through the damn house playing scavenger hunt. I got to get to work. Okay. Now, listen, Quincy, one last thing. Are you able to shut that breaker, put that breaker back on, and then shut off downstairs and then go upstairs and check some stuff for me? Shut off what? Shut off the breaker downstairs. Go ahead and turn it I'm off. I'm not shutting off no breaker downstairs. I shut off the one upstairs. We didn't turn on every damn thing down here. You didn't have me. I got the blender. I didn't turn on the microwave, the refrigerator. Come on, man. Flushing the toilets and I got to get to work. Quincy, I need you to lose this attitude you got. I need you to get somebody down here to do this 
my electricity in my house work. It worked for you, call me. The only thing that ain't work is my ain't at work because I'm here doing this bull playing off and on. Get somebody in here. This work. Now don't piss me off and make me turn it all the way off. Piss you off. My work. And when I get back from work, my still should be on. I got one more thing I need to say to you, Quincy. It better be the last thing. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister, Gail. Gail better be in a witness protection program, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let me turn this water off, man. You got me. Hey, man, let me ask you something, man. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest, radio show in the <laughs> land? That's got to be the Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> and, Tommy, uh, you call me again, they going to be the show used to have Tommy on. <laughs> <laughs> Nephew, once again. Coming once through. Again, once again, trying to come through. That That's prank. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> that aqua boogie curry, baby. Mm-hmm. That aqua mm-hmm. boogie curry. Flush that toilet. You Open that refrigerator. Turn off. that off. Turn that garbage disposal on. Do all this. But he was doing it, though. <laughs> that was the crazy part. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, in today's entertainment news, Cardi B just spent, get this, Steve, Cardi B just spent 80 grand, $80,000 on jewelry for her baby girl culture uh, in a now-deleted post featuring text messages between Cardi B and pristine jewelers. Cardi says, just spent a bag on my daughter. You know a bad B gonna spoil. Ha! <laughs> Cardi B <laughs> Cardi B got her baby nine miniature diamond tennis bracelets in white gold, yellow gold, and rose gold, and a pair of large diamond stud earrings. Now, Culture will be a year old in July. <laughs> He's mm. already blinging out of control. Out of control. Well, wow. It's her baby, I guess. Well, yeah. Baby, yeah. Do whatever. It's her baby. I mean, you know, just like yeah. Future bought his... Five-year-old son of Rolex, and, you know, if you can afford it, would you do that, Steve, for your baby? No, I mean, but I don't mind that people do it. It's just not for me. Uh, The only reason I'm not going to do it is because I know if I did it, it would just so I could say I did it because my baby wouldn't have any awareness or understand the value of it. And they could lose it. (laughs) But, I mean, you know, if that's what you want to do so you can feel good when you look down at your baby, I mean, it's your money, you know, do you. You know, I'm okay. Yeah, but mine, though, you can't bring your two, three-year-old behind in here and you done lost this, this, this jury I done bought you. You can't go outside and come back up in here and you done lost this Rolex. Yeah, it's too much. Mm-mm. I'm telling you that right now. You better get to the bottom of that pool and find out where you lost all this damn jury at. Yeah. You can't come back up in this house without this jury. Yeah, you don't buy your kids that yet, Tommy, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. What? Uh-uh. What? Don't do it. I got to take my little girl to the store today, though. She's oh, straight she... A's. Well, straight A's. And different. she's, she's healing for this Apple Watch. Oh, she feels yeah. good. Mm. For, oh, for an Ooh, Apple Watch? That's cool. Be getting her baby an $80,000 bridge. You finna buy your baby what? I'm finna buy an Apple Watch. I'm not finna buy no $80,000 bridge. I'll be jealous. No. <laughs> Your baby, your baby busting up. That's so wonderful, though. Getting all these damn A's. 
straight A. You drag your ass down to the Apple Store. So Cardi B, baby, sitting over there with an $85,000 bracelet. Not even a year yet. And she ain't doing ain't number colored. one. <laughs> she can't even color in the lines. And yeah, she got an $85,000 bracelet. Your baby over there busting her brains, getting all A's and yelling at cheap ass and dick your baby down the store and bought a damn Apple Watch. Yes. I'm proud of it. Well, did you ask Hold her up, if she Tommy, wanted a diamond bracelet? Tommy, Tommy is this no. Sydney? Yeah, yeah Sydney. Yes, she yeah. asked me for an Apple Watch. I'm, Dog, I'm, how old is Sydney now? Sydney is 14. She's a smart baby. She's a smart little girl. Sydney's a lady, man. Sydney's a little lady. Yeah, where'd the time oh, yeah. go, right? Yeah. Man. Yeah, that's what you think. Yeah. Everybody says that when they're babies. Mm-hmm. And, you you don't really it doesn't girl. really sink in until mm-hmm. you blink and you know they're fourteen and twenty two and eleven. <laughs> yeah, Tasha graduated from fifth grade. She's going to middle school. What wow. is going on? Crazy. Yeah. yeah. These kids are really growing up. Mm-hmm. You getting the Apple Watch though, Ty? You getting the Apple Watch? I ain't mad at the Apple yeah. Watch. <laughs> That's what she wants. Yeah. The I mean, Apple Watch you know. eight hundred. I'm gonna pass on that eighty thousand. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he has an eight and a zero in it. It's all good. Go. It's all good. Yeah. I'm not mad at you. You yeah. know how much it costs. You need a half a million to go to USC. I got to say. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many jokes right yeah. there. Yeah, it really not, is. I'm not, not going to say All right, that. Steve, we're yeah. going to just move on, move on. Time for Lunch. headlines, Steve. Just pay for your baby to get it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, guys. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Well, President Trump and his fellow Republicans are responding to Special Prosecutor Robert Mueller's statements yesterday in the same way. Congressional Republicans say it's time to move on. Trump's tweeting that, quote, the special counsel's report and statement changed nothing. The case is closed. And Trump goes on to say that there is insufficient evidence to charge him with a crime. However, that's not what Mueller said. He said he couldn't charge the sitting president with anything because the Justice Department wouldn't allow him to do it. The special counsel's office is part of the Department of Justice, and by regulation, it was bound by that department policy. Charging the president with a crime was therefore not an option we could consider. And as for Trump's often repeated assertion that it was all a collusion delusion, the special prosecutor was very, very careful to say that his report did not say that Trump was innocent. If we had had confidence that the president clearly did not commit a crime, we would have said so. So, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says that while she's still hesitant to call for impeachment, that all options are nevertheless still on the table. Yesterday was the 14th day in a row that a tornado touched down somewhere in the U.S. This time it was in Texas yesterday. Meanwhile, every county in Oklahoma is under an emergency declaration today. Democrats are calling Republican Senate leader Mitch McConnell out as a man who keeps changing the rules to suit himself and his party. McConnell was asked this week about what would happen if a Supreme Court seat became vacant during this, the 2020 election season. McConnell quickly said, oh, we'd fill it. Well, that's the opposite of what McConnell said during the 2016 election season, you may remember, when he and congressional Republicans refused to even meet with President Obama's choice for the high court when a seat became available because right-wing Judge Anthony Scalia died. At that point, McConnell's argument was that, no, we should see who's elected president first. The American people should have a say in the court's direction. It is a president's constitutional right to nominate a Supreme Court justice, and it is the Senate's constitutional right to act as a check on a president and withhold its consent. And that is exactly what he did. Democrats say he stole President Obama's right to appoint a justice and held the seat open for the eventual president, Donald Trump. 
The folks at Disney say they're thinking about leaving Georgia over its planned really restrictive abortion law. By the way, Netflix has already made a similar announcement. There are also certain groups, the fraternal groups and such, who say they're not going to hold their conventions anymore in Georgia because of that. And finally, today, today is the end of Middle Ages Day. Or will there be a sequel? <laughs> now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Robert Mueller has finally spoken, okay? Uh, the special counsel addressed the public for the first time yesterday since concluding his investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 election. Uh, Mueller said if we had uh, confidence that the president clearly did not commit a crime, we would have said so. Mueller pointed out that he felt bound by the Department of Justice guidelines not to charge a sitting president with obstruction of justice, but uh, that this, this does not mean a crime wasn't committed. Take a listen. It explains that under long-standing department policy, a president cannot be charged with a federal crime while he is in office. That is unconstitutional. Even if the charge is kept under seal and hidden from public view, that too is prohibited. The special counsel's office is part of the Department of Justice, and by regulation, it was bound by that department policy. Charging the president with a crime was therefore not an option we could consider. The department's written opinion explaining the policy makes several important points that further informed our handling of the obstruction investigation. Those points are summarized in our report, and I will describe two of them for you. First, the opinion explicitly permits the investigation of a sitting president because it is important to preserve evidence while memories are fresh and documents available. Among other things, that evidence could be used if there were co-conspirators who could be charged now. And second, the opinion says that the Constitution requires a process other than the criminal justice system to formally accuse a sitting president of wrongdoing. And beyond department policy, we were guided by principles of fairness. It would be unfair to potentially accuse somebody of a crime when there can be no court resolution of the actual charge. That's mm. pretty clear. That's pretty <laughs> Yeah, that's... And airy. <laughs> yeah, so... He, couldn't, he, he didn't have the power to, do, to charge him with a crime. Right. His hands were tied. Well, so do you hold all this until he's done being the president? With all then it takes place. Well, that's why he's going to fight really, really hard to get reelected. Exactly. Because that'll keep him out of the hock Mm -hmm. for another four years. But I'll tell you what, though, I'm going to tell you what the Republican Party heard in this. Okay, let's Mm -hmm. hear it. Since you don't have the power Mm -hmm. from the DOJ to indict or or indict a sitting president. Mm All the Republicans and Donald Trump heard was, we can do what we want to do because they can't touch us. And that's what they heard. And if you listen to Sarah Sanders on TV, that's what they're saying happened. It's ridiculous, man, what this man is allowed to get away with. Because if President Obama had done any of of it, he would be impeached. Yes. Well, coming up next at 34 after the hour, Steve, Robert Mueller is pretty much begging Congress to impeach the president as he refuses to clear him of obstruction of justice. We'll get into that right after this.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Former special counsel Robert Mueller broke his silence yesterday. He refused to clear the president of obstruction, and he said charging the president was a crime uh, with a crime was not an option due to the Department of Justice policy. Many Democrats, however, believe that Mueller has punted the ball to Congress, and uh, he wants them to start impeachment. Uh, the the no. impeachment process. That's what they're believing. No, no. He punted the ball to Congress a long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, t- yeah. he took it off I his plate, I mm-hmm. feel, a long time ago. And I just think, man, that what Pelosi is saying is they got to do some further investigation and inquiries to be able to do this the correct way. Because here's the problem, guys. If they bring impeachment charges, it may clear the Congress, but it will not clear the Senate because the Republicans control the Senate and they're not going to impeach this guy. Yeah. And she's saying that the president almost welcomes the impeachment process because it'll make him look like a victim during the yes. election and it'll, yes. it'll make America sympathetic. This shouldn't him. happen to any other president. Yeah. All of yeah. that, you know, yeah. it'll make them yeah. sympathetic and, and he'll get in that way, you know, so that's why she's against the impeachment. So far. I'm just, you know what? I'm just really forever amazed at yeah. the fact that the Republican party, which is supposed to be the grand old party, Mm-hmm. Uh, the moral, the moral uh, conductor of the United States, the political right, mm-hmm. and the right is supposed to mean exactly what they call themselves. We're on the right. We're the most conservative. We we honor the Constitution. We want everybody abiding by the law. Yada 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 yada. But this is the most hypocritical performance of an entire party that I've ever seen. Because they know this man is not a good president. They know it. Yeah. How can you yeah. not know that? Look, they know it. <laughs> and Russia <laughs> interfered yeah. with our election. Yeah. Period. That was clear. That was, that clear. was crystal clear mm-hmm. from Robert Mueller. Yeah, that it was. was no collusion. Yeah. <laughs> Something happened. Man. Something happened. It's too many people that have gone to jail that are friends of him Work Hello. with him, or were put in the cabinet by him. He don't know none of this. He don't know nothing about what Cohen nothing. did, right. Manafort did, Flynn right. did. He yep. don't know nothing. Him nothing. Man, yeah. get out of here! You brought all them people in. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. of them, them your dudes. But you know, and he keeps saying he's been completely transparent. He's given given them everything they needed. I'm the most the transparent yeah. president <laughs> in the history of our nation. Man, this dude just be making up stuff. Well, let me see your taxes. <laughs> since you so right, transparent. Since you're right. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> let me see your taxes. Come and uh, testify in front of the Congress. Let these people that work for you come and testify. He done told everybody to work for him. Don't you go down there and obey them subpoenas. Yeah, ignore all He doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. He ignores all the subpoenas. He wouldn't testify. He won't turn in his tax returns. The most transparent president? Please. And if you tell the truth on him, you get jail time. Yeah. Look at Cohen. You look at Cohen, (laughs) Uh yeah, exactly. And they were boys. (laughs) Yeah, the president, he's something else. Cohen hurt.
Yeah. I'll take a bullet for the president. Now look. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, you're going to take some time. For the <laughs> Three years, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's jacked about- up, man, because this yeah, dude really is. Really, Cohen only did what he was told to do. That's yes. It. That's it, Steve. Yeah. Attorneys don't act on their own, attorneys don't make payoffs on their own. He did what his client wanted. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And did, did you guys hear about the White House with the, uh, they wanted uh, the Navy destroyer named after the USS McCain. He wanted a tarp, co- he wanted that covered. The president, about he didn't want to see that while uh-huh. he was in Japan. So they covered the name of the ship. What? The USS. You're kidding. Oh, yes. He is petty. That's low down. The yeah. president is petty, yeah. man. Petty, petty, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. All right, uh, we're going to switch gears here and uh, bring the prank phone call in with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, do I choose my man or my friends? Mm. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Oh, Junior, Shirley. Carla. Hmm? Yes. Me and Rachel go to lunch every day at work. Uh-huh. Me and Rachel go to lunch. Why do her husband have to call while we at lunch? I don't understand that. Lunchtime date is what this is. Let me what call her husband, Alan, and ask him, why are you bothering us <laughs> while we wow. at lunch? What, wow. what, what, what do you want, dog? So wow. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just be out here just walking around. Man. <laughs> Put the do I'm, not disturb sign. I am absolutely stunned. Hey, it's your nephew. You gave that him ain't to nobody him. beat your ass yet. <laughs> I, I can't if, believe it. If Rachel and I are having lunch, what does Alan want? What do you want, Alan? He can know your nerves, Tommy. Yes, it's every day, though. You Every day you call it. Oh, so here it is, Runny Cat. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to speak to uh, I'm trying to speak to Alan. Yeah, this is Alan. Who's this? Hey, Alan. Yo, this is Derek, man. Check this out, bro. Uh, you you are Rachel's uh, Rachel's husband, right? Yeah, yeah, that's my baby. What's up? Something wrong? No, 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 no. I work. This, like I said, this is Derek, man. I work with your wife, Rachel. Right. You 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 a supervisor or something? I mean, you just this about work or something? I mean, she doing a good job and everything. She ain't better. No, get no, 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 no. Everything's straight, man. Ain't nothing wrong with the job. Everything's cool with the job. This this right here, man, is. Like, it, what I noticed, man, and, it, you know, it just seems like every single day, you know, while she's on her lunch break, uh-huh. it seems like, you know, you would call and and and, uh, and then block up the whole hour of her lunch break. And actually, you know, just be real, man, I'm just trying to come correct with you. It just seems like you just cut in on all the time that I have that I have with her. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, whoa, 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 at lunch with my lady, son. No, no, like I say, you know, we just we just spending time, you know, doing lunchtime, but it just seems so rude, you know, that... Rude? 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 You, you, okay, first of all, that's my lady, okay? I can call her whenever the I feel like calling her. That's I pay for that phone bill. I bought that iPhone. I could get to call her whenever I please, all right? Secondly, you ain't got no business being with a married woman alone at lunch. This ain't no date, Y'all supposed to be at work. No, no we are at work. We, co- we Like I say, we co-workers, you know? It, it, it seems like half the whole time, 
I'm sitting in front of her. You know, we're supposed to be having lunch together, and, and she's talking to you the whole time. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Okay, what, what, what's your name again, bro? My name's Derek. Derek, Derek, all right, Derek, you work at the same building now? Okay, you, you at work right now, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm here at the job. I mean, y'all work in the same flow, because I'm finna come see you. You seem about to jump off way, way <laughs> different for you, straight up. Okay, so, dog, let, let me ask you something, man. What is the big deal? I, I'm just trying to, okay, you act like you don't see her. You act like you don't see her when she get home, you know? So, so why is it so important that you waste a whole hour of lunchtime, holding her down. I ain't wasting my I'm talking to my lady, okay? You understand that? Why don't you go out there and get and then you ain't got to worry about sitting up in front of my lady. That's my wife. I walk down the aisle with that. We got kids. We got a house. We take care of this She helped me hold it down in this You, you, you ain't You know, it's like you. You don't ever want to come in and do But they got I always want to come in and somebody else's wife and Why don't you do this Take, take take this advice and see what it works how it works for you. Go to the club, church, library, grocery store, wherever the find your at, and you get you a chick. You date her for a minute. You court her for a minute. You romance her for a minute. That's what real men do. You know what I'm saying? That's what I did. That's how I got my my Rachel. That's the that's my heart. You trying to sit up there in front of lunch with her every day for the past year? <laughs> I tell you what, bro, it may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, but soon, soon, you're going to see me. Me and you going to have none of this phone conversation. This going to be a face-to-face. Hey, hey you. dude, dude, all, all of, hey, man, what? I ain't trying to come between y'all at all. No, all you're not in that Okay, like I'm saying, I'm not trying to come between y'all. I'm just saying it's every day you call it, man. What do you want? Why supposed to talk to every goddamn day? That's what a real do. You don't know about that because you a you ain't no real all you know about is trying to holler at some street you don't know what it is to put in work like a real man do to actually hold down a home pay the bills everything the family the kids and fixing the yards and fences and you don't know nothing about that all you know about is being a roach wife can't even go to work without like you trying to step to her and don't make no god sense but that's okay like i promise you I'm going to be there. You're going to see me, and I'm going to see you. You know, I'll tell you what, this is how this is going to go. It may not be tonight, but it's definitely not going to go past tomorrow. Between now and then, you're going to see me, and I'm going to see you. And I can't hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say, say, what would you, you say? Pardon me. It's gonna, uh, I will come see you by tomorrow, son. Me and you, Derek. That's your name, right? Derek. My, my, name, my, my name is Derek, yes. I'm a, you going to always want to be both smiley face and my wife's face. I'm going to deal with Rachel's when I see her. She can please believe that. Please believe that. Talk to her about her little friend at lunch and like that. How the you get my number anyway, man? I got your number out of Rachel's phone, but that's besides the point, man. Doing my wife's phone, my Y'all ain't that cool. I don't think, I, I ain't never heard of no Darius before today. And all of a sudden, you calling me talking about you was at lunch every day with my wife and you got no, no, it's, no, it's a friendly lunch date is what it is. Friendly, 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 I, I, know, I know about you. how you is do friendly. I know about all that. You ain't fooling me. I know like you who prey on married women all the time because they like you. But that, like I said, it's going to change. I promise you. Okay, dog. No, here's, here's what you don't know. What you don't know is, is Tommy Tommy be pushing up on them more than me. Tommy, Tommy, what the, what the Tommy, Tommy is always pushing up on her. Tommy the one you need to be worried about. You have Tommy. Who the, who the Tommy any 
Dog, dog, dog. Nephew Tommy, man, check this out. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Rachel, got me to prank phone call you. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe y'all did this to me, man. Oh, man, I'm going to come down and fuck for real. You all right, man? Man, I am now. <laughs> I was gonna, ooh, you don't know, I was going to burn that building down. You don't even know. <laughs> man, all right, Pete, Pete, Tommy, this, this is my prediction. Somebody going to you up. For real. <laughs> y'all, you just you play too much, man. Y'all tripping. Uh, hey, man, check it out. You got to tell me this, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Only the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all see what I'm saying? Uh-uh. Now he got an attitude. You play too much. Yeah, no. Now he he got be attitude. everywhere. I can't just be everywhere, T. <laughs> pranking, baby. Pranking for business, baby. Pranking for business. I do have a few numbers that I want from you on that I feel like really would take me to the next level. All right, be careful. Go ahead. Magic Johnson. That's oh, one. Be good. Yeah, I'm not giving you nobody down. <laughs> it's for the show, Steve. It would be fun. That's huh? Good. Do it for the team. Yeah. Do it for the team. Oh, no. Do it for the team. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm not giving you nobody's number, dog. Nobody. You know, once they find out there, it's Tommy, it's going to be all love back. They'll be mad during the prank for sure. Floyd Mayweather. Oh. Oh, no, nah, you ain't getting Floyd. Money? Money. <laughs> now you're not gonna be able to record nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Why? Steve? You're gonna get talked to so bad. Yes. Boy. You should prank yeah. his yeah. uncle, is it? <laughs> and last but not it. least, um. Oh wow. Jay Z. Oh. He don't uh, seem like the type that go. I don't. Off. I don't really know. No, he's see. not the type that go. Off, but the people he around him, like, no. Uh, you need Fifty Cent. That's who you need to prank. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thank you, nephew. Listen, up next, it is the strawberry letter subject. Do I choose my man or my friend? We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, sex, dating, work, parenting, and more, Please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, do I choose my man or my friends? Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a young, healthy, and wise, beyond my years, single woman that is a leader to my peers. At my young age, I have found the most handsome and amazing man of my dreams. He is respectful, has a great job, a beautiful home, and he treats me like a queen. But here is the problem. Well, it's not a problem for us. It's more a problem for our friends and family. I am 22 years old, and he is 42 years old. Now, I know you are also shocked by our age difference, but I love him and believe age has nothing to do with it. When I introduced him to my friends, they all judged him immediately because of his age. You can tell that he is a bit older. They said that he's using me and it won't last because he is just going through a phase. 
They didn't even want to get to know him and experience his great personality. My family is not happy with me dating him either. We've been together for a year, and he says we're soulmates, and he wants to marry me. I know if I marry him, I would be choosing him over my friends. I know my family will love me regardless, but now I am having doubts about marrying him because I want it all, my friends and my husband. What do you think? Is age that important? I need your advice. Well, you know, I got to tell you this. First off, it's your life. You can't get married and you can't live for and have a relationship for your friends. This is your life and your relationship. I mean, if they're really your friends, if they're truly your friends, even though they may not agree with who you're with, but if they're your friends, they're going to support you and be there for you if anything goes wrong or whatever you need. They'll be there for you if they're your friends. But I I definitely don't want to ignore this enormous elephant in this letter. And that's that you were 22 and he is 42. I mean, this is a huge age difference. I mean, you know, I'm not saying a marriage can't work. I'm sure there are some out there that have with the 20-year age span. But it's it's definitely a chance you're taking. It's it's a chance it could work. Who knows? But you have to have things in common. You, You say you guys have been together for a year. You say he says you're soulmates and he wants to marry you, but now you're having doubts because you want your friends and you want him. I, I mean, this is why your your friends are and your family are a little upset and they're so judgmental because of the big age difference. You know, they probably see things that you don't see. Uh, they say he's using you. Is he using you or are you too in love uh, to see that, you know, I, I just say don't be so much worried about whether your friends are going to still be around or not, uh, you know, and having to choose between them and your man. You're going to choose your man in this instance. I mean, you really are going to choose your man because you love him and he's older and he'll probably be able to persuade you to choose him. So, um, you know, keep your friends. Don't get rid of your friends. you got to keep your friends because you're going to need them in case anything goes wrong in this relationship. I'm not saying it is, but it could. Steve, because of the age difference. Well, here's my view on this. You say you found the most handsome and amazing man of my dreams. You say he's respectful, has a great job. He has a beautiful home. And you say he treats you like a queen. Now, right there, describing that, you found the guy that most women are looking for. But then you said, not nobody else, you said, here's the problem. But then you tried to preface it by saying, well, it's not a problem for us. It's more of a problem for our friends and family. Wait a minute. So I didn't hear nothing about problems with y'all friends. I just heard in the letter problem with your friends. Are you saying his friends have problems with it too? It's more of a your friend situation, or is it you all's friends? Because you say it's more of a problem for our friends and family. Now, you 22, he 42. That's a 20-year gap. Uh, Now, then you say, now see, this is a lot of you assuming Because then you say, I know you are also shocked by our age difference. We didn't say that. Shirley didn't say she was shocked by it. We just reading the letter. 
But you keep prefacing everything with it's a problem. Well, it's really not a problem for us. Then you say you're shocked by our age difference. See, this is a problem for you, young lady. But I love him, and I believe age has nothing to do with it. But then when you introduced him to your friends, they judged him immediately because of his age. Then you said you can tell that he's a bit older. Well, now, what does that mean? What did he do in front of your kid-ass friend that just made his ass look old? Was his pants pulled up right up on his chair? Come on. I'm just saying what? You're stupid. Because you said you can tell he's a bit old. Yes, yes, yes. Does he have a cigarette behind his ear (laughs) when he talking? School. Does he have a pack of cools rolled up in the sleeve of his white T-shirt? Does he have on sandals with black socks? Hold that thought, Steve. Hold that thought. Uh, we'll have part two of your response coming up. At Do 20- we have a steering wheel wrap on his steering wheel on his car? Coming up at 23 after the hour, today's Strawberry Letter. Uh, Do I choose my man or my friends? More of Steve coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we go. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Uh, Subject, do I choose my man or my friends? Let's recap. Well, this is 20 age, 20 year age difference between this 22-year-old girl and this 42-year-old man. And, um... He's everything she's ever wanted, but here's the problem. She said, but here's the problem. Then she she said, well, it's not a problem for us. Then she said it's more of a problem for our friends and family. Now, in the letter, she never mentioned anything about his friends or family, just her friends and family. So then she said she know me and Shirley shocked by your age difference, <laughs> but I love him. I believe ain't nothing they got to do with it. When I introduced him to my friend, They judged him immediately because of his age. You can tell he is a bit old. Come on. What? (laughs) When he walked up to your friends, did he have on a Kango? (laughs) I'm just just trying to tell him. You know, when you you say you can tell Uh he's a bit older, when y'all pulled up in the car, was the tent on his window bubbling? <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm just telling you, these, these old school problems now. Yes. We just talking about the car right now. Was it pillows in the back of the window of the car? Not pillows. Not pillows. I'm just asking. In 2019. <laughs> I'm just asking, just what mm-hmm. was it about him that screamed old? <laughs> Let me ask you this right here. Did he have on Jordan jeans? Jordan jeans? Jordan. I thought Jordan had made them. (laughs) As in Michael Jordan? Yeah. I thought he went went French and was calling him Jordan. (laughs) So I don't know what it is. Then your friends told you that he's using me. And it won't last because he's going through a phase. 
Well, let's talk about this phase that he could be going through and why it won't last. Here's the problem I see that you're going to have. And then let me throw this in. They don't even want to get to know him and experience his great personality. And you say, your family ain't happy with me dating him either. Now, y'all been together for a year, and he says, we're soulmates, and he wants to marry me. I know if I marry him, I could be choosing him over my friends, and I know my family will love me regardless. But now, let, let me just say this. Oh, let me finish this letter. I know my family will love me regardless, but now I'm having doubts about marrying him because I want it all, my friends and my husband. What do you think? Is age that important? I need your advice. Well, let me just say this to you. Let's say y'all do get married and you are happy. In 10 years, he gonna be 52 and you gonna be 32. You gonna be still scaling up, he's scaling down. Cause he's crossed the century mark. So as you get better, uh, as a woman though, you're 32, you're not even as fine as you're going to be. You Say got that. some more years where you gonna get real fine. Mm-hmm. Real fine. All his fine days is about problem. damn near behind. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> All his fine days is about damn near behind. I cannot. Now you think <laughs> he looks a bit older now. <laughs> just wait. You just Pop wait off. until his ass. When you see already, and he don't have no music downloaded. Uh uh-uh. That's already. Oh, he still fine. got that little vinyl case in the back that you snap, and his CDs uh, in it. Oh wow! So let's Come just on, start Papa. there. Oh man! Now here's your problem. You're gonna reach a point in this relationship where the difference is going to be very noticeable and it's going to be things you're going to want in life and things he's going to want in life at 32 you'll be wanting to take exciting vacations at 52 he can too i know i'm 62 and i like great vacation but that's all but when i get on my great vacation then what i want to do i want to sit my great vacation having ass down nothing yeah, I don't do events. Go out and explore the country. Zip climbing cliffs. <laughs> and if you have a child, it's a 20-year gap. Uh, you know, 20 ain't all that bad. But, you know, when he 10, granddaddy going to be coming up to the school. That's what the other kids is going to think. <laughs> That's your papa. But it's his damn daddy. <laughs> <laughs> now... Your friends, it's sad that you have to choose because how your friends making you choose like this? I got some news for you. They ain't your real friends because your friends will not make you choose between them or him. Those are not friends. It's just not. So I'm sorry, but it's gonna be some problems with this age gap. And if you don't mm. think it is, they're coming. Y'all might be soulmates, but, you know, for how long? All right, listen, email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Steve Harvey FM, and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour from the talk, it is our girl, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. But before we get to that, from the talk, it is our girl. Come on, Steve. Shirley Underwoody. <laughs> Thank you, Shirley Underwoody. I always like Y's and S's and stuff yes, on my do. name. Hey, before I get into what I'm going to talk about, let me give a shout-out to my sorrows of Zeta Phi Beta, especially Iota Eta Zeta chapter, because Saturday, June the 1st, I will be um, hosting the Rising Star Talent Showcase at the Atlanta Gateway Marriott. And the tickets is available at Eventbrite. And I'm going to try not to cuss. I promise you, Saras, according to Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey said. <laughs> Steve Harvey said. Longest running host of Showtime at the Apollo. At the Apollo, yes. You come up here and you can't say we're going to do you. <laughs> Let you have it. June the 1st, Saturday, 7 p.m. I them if you got on all nothing but blue and white. <laughs> okay then. This Come up here and Steve said the sorority. Steve said. Steve said, "Do not embarrass the sorority." Hell so no. Iota, Ada Zeta chapter. I will be there to host the Rising Star Talent Showcase at the Atlanta Gateway Marriott. And Get your tickets. Get your tickets. What's that? Sure. And don't yes. let them come up there trying to sing church songs. Cause we, yes. we, we ain't doing this here. <laughs> yes. We cousin. Yes. No. Yes. You can't sing. Church if you up here singing the church song, yeah, that ain't going to save you. You finna get that ain't gonna save that you. That ain't going to save you. I'm going to get you. ass down off of here. That's, what, that's what's about to happen Saturday, June the 1st. That's right. Okay, but wait a minute. We, Steve, we ain't got a lot of time. Can we talk about the president? Somewhere he got to go. Mueller done got up and said, listen, hmm. if I could prove he committed a crime, I sure would have put it in yeah, the memo. I swear to said. God. That's what Mueller pretty much said. He said, listen, yeah. swear to God, fat dude don't know what he's talking about. Bar don't know what he's talking about. That ain't what I said. Mm-hmm. I said, y'all going to have to impeach this dude yep, because yep. it's unconstitutional for me to really go why we elect this dude. Then he's so petty. He's so petty. How you not on Memorial Weekend, you in Japan, and then you going to say you don't want the USS John McCain. Mm -hmm. What kind of ignorant in your sight? See, he need to get put out of office just for that ignorant, embarrass us overseas with the Japanese people. That's why that new movie that came out, that Godzilla Godzilla, has come. Yes. Yeah. They better have Rodan. Ro- Remember Rodan uh-huh. used to box? Man, it was the best movie. You know who was in them? Raymond Burr was in the first Godzilla. I was in the second. Let me tell you what. Yo, thank what? you. We got to yes. go. Uh-uh. What? Thank you, Cheryl. Up next, Carla's reality up. He hit me with that radiation. And I was like, damn, it's hot. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Junior, what you got? Okay, I'll tell you what I got. I got the Steve Harvey Morning Show and Walmart Family Mobile. Want to send five winners and a guest to hang out with me in Los Angeles. You'll attend a tape in a family feud and get a meal with me. I'm going to feed you. To enter and get rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. Get everything you love about Walmart in mobile. Switch to Walmart's lowest price 4G LTE unlimited plans and start saving today with walmart family mobile all right thank you junior yeah. <laughs> thank you thank That's you what's up junior. yeah come on tommy let's go you know what time it is she is here carla farrell with what reality update okay. all right thank you nephew all right let's talk about real housewives of potomac 
All right, so Giselle, here we go, Steve. That's our girl, too. We love Giselle. Mm -hmm. She decided to invite the girls on a trip to New Orleans, the N.O. You know, her family's having a celebration. And Giselle, she's in therapy right now. So she's trying to, you know, she's working on herself and trying to reconnect with her family and all of that. So anyway, before the trip, Giselle met up with her girl Karen at this expo. And, you know, Giselle has her own makeup line. And then Karen says she's launching her own perfume line. But Giselle had a problem with Karen telling a stranger all about her new launch and her new product and never told her anything about it. So, you know, they make up and then they start beefing again. And so while in New Orleans, Candace and Robin, they're still holding on to this information or this secret. Remember last week when I told you guys about Ashley's husband, Michael, that he got oh, really, yeah. really yeah. drunk mm-hmm. at yeah. Ashley's uncle party? <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. stand you, Steve. At I Ashley's told him, uncle I said, hey, party. Man, you need to slow down all that drinking. <laughs> but Steve, now listen. Michael said at the party... He was so drunk, he said that he wouldn't mind performing oral sex on a man. No! Uh-uh. Nah, that ain't drunk, though. I mean, we don't stop this, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, what you're not going to do is put that off on drunk. Nah, you ain't going to put He was that drunk. He was drunk. Uh, everybody, that, Robin, that, that ain't what no, they were all ain't. Yeah. there, yeah. and he was drinking. No. And so he, they Mm-mm. heard him on the mic, so they haven't told Ashley that I heard her husband say that and they haven't talked about it amongst the girls but I've been around a lot of drunk ass dudes (laughs) I'm talking about kid drunk (laughs) my brother was an alcoholic (laughs) for 33 years Wow, he gone I didn't set up and had hours and hours of conversations (laughs) with him while he was drunk I ain't heard that yeah Mm -mm. so I don't. No. I don't think he knows that they know yeah. that they heard him say that. No. I've so been around some dudes on heroin and ain't heard mm. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Weed, so, all of it. Cocaine, yeah. all of it. Acid, yeah. micro dots. I've. I've been talking to people. I, I've been in a crack house and heard. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we're clear. Clear. We're clear. I've been sitting. I've talked to people. Come right out of trap house. Okay, let's move Please on. Please let that. Carla continue. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, we got to see what's oh, going oh, on with that. How is that information going to get out to Ashley that Ashley. they know? His Ashley, wife. Her, her husband Man, is the one that problem. said Well, the girls know. Her girlfriends know, and they, they were all there drinking. So listen, so moving on from that, let me just say this. T.I. and Tiny, Friends, Family Hustle, I really like the show. Mm-hmm. Singer Monica, she's dealing with the news about the divorce, and it's all going public. And uh, she's very private. She's having a really hard time dealing with the divorce from the M- former NBA player, you know, Shannon Brown. That's who she was married to. And so that's got to be difficult. You know, as a celebrity couple, everyone's been rooting for Monica for a very long time time and she's going through this divorce and it's just I don't know Steve dealing with public issues and relationships that that's tough that's tough on uh, her and her children yeah. and her parents her dad is sick so we're rooting for you Monica hit me up at Lips by Carla so we can keep talking about this socialism you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show all right guys we know that our very own J. Anthony Brown is battling leukemia 
And uh, he's thanking everyone for your prayers of healing and everything. Jay, of mm-hmm. course, is undergoing chemo. And he's Real always, trooper. always it's in good boy. spirits. Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah. Always. He's, he's such a trooper. Keep Smart fighting, man. Jay. We'll keep praying for you. You know we love you. We absolutely yeah. love you. And yeah, he's, yeah. he's showing a different kind of strength. I haven't seen this kind of strength for someone who's going through something as serious as this. I mean, he's always yes. laughing. I mean, he'll tell you when he's having a bad day. And so far, I've only known of one that he, he spoke about yeah. to us. Yeah. And right. he's been thanking you know, everybody right. on social on media. Social he texts me yeah. all day yesterday. He's so I crazy. mean, he's had quite a few bad days, but even his bad days, he just handles it as well. I don't know if you could handle it any better. I, thank it, you. Right. I don't know either, right. Steve. I don't that's know. It. When I, you I really... call him, man, it's just, what up, boy? You'd be like, yes. yeah. Yeah. Yes. He yeah. Started you know, he lifts your spirits up. Yeah. 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 He, there you go, nephew. I that's haven't heard time. anything negative from him. Well, since... he talk a little different to me, so well, I don't know yeah. what y'all are. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, oh, y'all got a different relationship. Yeah. And, and here's some more positive uh, health good news. Jeopardy game show host Alex Trebek is uh, battling pancreatic cancer. He's stage four. Alex Trebek is responding very well to chemotherapy, oh. and his cancer is in near remission. So that's really good wow. news for that's him. Right. That's yeah. really wow. good news for him. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up, and we'll have some trending stories at 33 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Cardi B just spent 80 grand $80,000 on jewelry for her baby girl culture in a now-deleted post featuring text messages between Cardi B and Pristine Jewelers. Cardi says, just been a bag on my daughter. You know a bad B gonna spoil. Ha! <laughs> Cardi, B, <laughs> Cardi B got her baby nine miniature diamond tennis bracelets in white gold, yellow gold, and rose gold, and a pair of large diamond stud earrings. Now, culture will be a year old in July. She's <laughs> already blinging out of control. Out of control. The only reason I'm not going to do it is because I know if I did it, it would just so I could say I did it because my baby wouldn't have any awareness right. or understand the value of it. So, and they could lose it. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, if that's what you want to do so you can feel good when you look down at your baby, I mean, it's your money, you know, do you. You know, I'm okay. Yeah, but mine, though, you can't bring your two, three-year-old behind in here and you didn't lost this, this, this jewelry I didn't bought you. You can't go outside and come back up in here and you didn't lost this Rolex. Yeah, you know it's me? too much. I'm telling you that right now. You better get to the bottom of that pool and find out where you lost all this damn jewelry. Yeah. You can't come back up in this house without this jewelry. <laughs> yeah, you don't buy your kids that yet, Tommy, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. What? Uh-uh, what? don't do it. I got to take my little girl to the store today, though. Because oh, she's straight she- A's this. Well, Three days and she's, she's healing for this Apple Watch. Oh, she feels yeah. good. Mm. For, oh, for an Wait Apple minute, Watch? Up. You finna buy your baby what? I'm finna buy an Apple Watch. I'm not finna buy no $80,000 bread. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. No. Three days stupid. Your oh. baby busting That's up. That's so wonderful, head. though. Getting all these damn A's. Straight you A's. your ass down to the Apple store. So Cardi B baby sitting over there with $85,000 bracelet. Not even a year yet. And she ain't doing ain't nothing colored. but whining. <laughs> she can't even color in the lines. And she get an $85,000 bracelet. Your baby over there busting her brains, getting all A's. And you know, cheap ass and took your baby down the store and bought a damn Apple Watch. Yes. 
I'm proud of it. Well, did you ask her if she wanted a diamond bracelet? Tommy, Tommy, is this Sydney? Yeah, yeah, Sydney, yes, she yeah. asked me for Apple Watch. She's a smart baby. She's a smart little girl. Sydney's a lady, man. Sydney's a little lady. You, you don't really, it doesn't girl. really sink in until mm-hmm. you blink and, you know, they're 14 and 22 and 11. <laughs> yeah, Tasha graduated from fifth grade. She's going to middle school. What wow. is going on? Crazy. Yeah. yeah. These kids are really growing up. Mm-hmm. She getting the Apple Watch, though, Tasha. You're getting an Apple Watch. I ain't mad at the Apple yeah. Watch. <laughs> That's what she wants. Yeah. The I mean, Apple Watch you know. 800. I'm going to pass on that 80,000. <laughs> yeah. Well, he has I an 8 and a 0 in it. It's all there good. It's all good. Yeah. I'm not mad at you. You yeah. know how much it costs. You need a half a million to go to USC. I got to save. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. So many jokes right Yeah, there. it's I'm really not, is. Gonna, I'm not gonna say All right, Steve, we're yeah. going to just move on, move on. All right, coming up, last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this at 49 After. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys. Last break of the day on this Tuesday. Steve, you have some closing remarks for us. I know you do. Yeah, you know, I want to remind everybody of something. That God created us all for greatness. All of us were created in his likeness. All of us were created to be an example of what God can do in people's lives. We were all created for this. What happens along the way is we make decisions because God gave us the power of choice. We make decisions as people, as people that counteract what God really intended for us. And one of the reasons we counteract what God intended for us is because the devil's main job, the opposition, is to not allow you to reach your potential. See, the devil don't ever want you to reach your potential because then he'll have another child of God out there spreading the word and showing off and being an example of what light can do and what love can do and what the power of prayer can do. So his job is to make each and every one of us fall by the wayside. That's his constant mission in life, to make us think we're not worthy, to make us think we can't, to make us think it ain't possible, to make us look at our environment, to make us feel like, well, it's because I'm this, I can't be that. Ain't none of that true. None of that is true. I bought a book the other day by Joel Osteen uh, because I was listening to him over the weekend and he sent this, he was talking about his new book called Next Level Thinking. And I bought the book and because I constantly try to reinforce myself, as successful as you may think I am, I still have a ways to go. And I will always try to improve myself and people like Joel Osteen, Bishop Jakes, Bishop Alma, Bishop Gettys down there in North Carolina, my boy. You know, it's a lot of Charles Jenkins up in Chicago. It's a lot of dudes, man, that call me to make sure I'm okay. Check in on me. Tyler, check in on me. Dr. Phil, check in on me. I got a lot, a lot of people check in on me, man, make sure I'm okay. Uh, I was reading his book because it's just, I just needed some more information. And one of the things we I had learned from his book, in the first chapter, the title of his chapter is Be a Barrier Breaker. 
be a barrier breaker. And throughout the book, it just talks about your surroundings, your environment, that because you're from a family where ain't nobody never made it out, don't mean that you have to not be one of the, that you have to be one of those and not make it out. Because you come from a hood that don't have a whole lot of millionaires made from that hood, that don't mean that you can't be a barrier breaker and be one of the millionaires from the hood. Just because nobody on your block ever went to college don't mean you can't be the first one. Maybe nobody in your family ever went to school. You the first one. Maybe nobody in your family ever became a supervisor at a post office or the FedEx or UPS or any place else. Don't mean that you can't. You can become a barrier breaker. But see, what a lot of us do is we get so immersed in our environment that we adapt to our environment and we must, we act like this is it. Well, if God had wanted me to be rich, I'd have been born rich. What? What did you say? I heard a guy say that. If God had wanted me to be rich, I would have been born rich. So let me ask you something, brother. All these people that have gone from poverty to riches, what was their excuse? Or what mindset did they use to become a barrier breaker, to break the barrier of poverty, to become well off? I chose to be a barrier breaker. I knew what my family was. I love my family dearly and still do. But what my family had, I didn't want. As much as I love my mother and father, what my father was and how hard I saw him work, I didn't want that. I wanted something else. Now, do I appreciate the work ethic he put in me? Most certainly do. Did I appreciate the faith and the fear of God that my mama put in me? Oh, I most certainly do. But I didn't want to be the one sitting at the church on the usher board. I, I didn't want that. I didn't want to work as hard as my father and make the same money as my father. I wanted to something else. I wanted to be a barrier breaker, a barrier breaker. And one of the things he talked about in the book is that so often we let our environment and how we were raised and uh, other people's expectation of us set limits in our life. He was saying that we adapt to what's around us. So what he said in the book I wanted to share with you all. In the book, he said that if you take an oak tree seed, the seed of an oak tree, and you plant this seed from this oak tree in a two-foot pot, that oak tree will never become what it was created to be if you leave it in that pot. Not because there's something wrong with the seed, but because of the environment it's in. Did you hear what I just said? There is nothing wrong with you. The problem is your environment. If you stay in the environment, you'll never grow, but you can choose to become a barrier breaker and get out of any environment that you're in. You can escape poverty. You can escape the hood. You can escape bad thinking people. You can escape the dope game. You can become non-addicted to drugs. You can stop being an alcoholic. You can stop with God's help. If you take an oak tree seed and you plant it in a two-foot pot, that tree will never become what it was created to be if you leave it in the pot. Not because there's something wrong with the seed, 
but because of the environment is in, you got to change your environment. You fine. You got to see. You got everything you need to grow. You dig? Those are my closing remarks. Hmm. Drop it, baby. Drop it. Yes, sir. Get out that environment, man. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 